Hello, I am Roger Thomas. Welcome to Everyone Can Love Classical Music, a series of podcasts in which we aim to persuade more people to listen to classical music by making it easy to listen to and definitely less stuffy. In this month's podcast, we'll take a look at classical music's greatest romantic hits, of which, of course, there are many examples, from opera, ballet, and from orchestral music and choral music. First up is Puccini, undoubtedly the greatest composer of romantic operas. His opera, La Fanciulla del West, is one of Puccini's lesser-known operas, but it was actually his favourite, and it's one of mine too. This opera is unusual in that it has a happy ending. The action takes place in a gold mine in town in California in the late 19th century. Our heroine is Minnie who runs the local saloon and spends much of her time helping the lonely, homesick miners. They're all in love with Minnie, of course, but she's waiting for Mr. Wright, and one day he arrives. Mr. Johnson and Minnie immediately fall in love. Unfortunately, Mr. Johnson is a bandit. The local sheriff, also in love with Minnie, waits for the chance to capture Mr. Johnson. Eventually he succeeds, and Johnson is sentenced to be hung. As the noose goes around his neck, he sings this gorgeous aria in which he accepts his sentence and asks the miners not to tell Minnie about his capture and his fate. Suddenly, Minnie arrives and throws herself in front of Johnson to protect him. She convinces the miners that they owe her too much to kill the man she loves, and she asks them to forgive him. They yield to her pleading, and Minnie and Johnson leave California to start a new life together. (laughs) 
Now, in so many plays, novels, and operas, it falls to the heroine to tell her man that she loves him. But surely nobody does it as well as Violetta in La Traviata. sad aria from Mozart's The Marriage of Figaro. Countess Almaviva is now middle-aged. She laments that her husband has become a philanderer. She remembers the moments of love they used to share and hopes that she can make him love her again. Eventually she succeeds. In Sanson's opera, Delilah seduces Samson by singing this lovely aria. Who could resist?
André Chenier is an opera by Giordano and is based on a true story. André Chenier was a poet, an aristocrat, and during the French Revolution he is captured and sentenced to death. His lover, Madalena, enters the prison for a last meeting with Chenier. She bribes a jailer to let her change places with a condemned noblewoman. They mount the scaffold together. As they do so, the lovers sing about their love and their deliverance from this world, as their names are called out to leave them to their deaths. Mozart's Cosi Fantuti, when Dora Bella and Giulielmo declare their love. The only problem is that Giulielmo is in disguise and is pretending to be the man to whom Dora Bella is actually betrothed.
Now a duet from two men singing about the woman they love. It comes from Bizet's opera The Pearl Fishers. Nadir and his friend Zunga find out they've fallen in love with the same woman. But they pledge to each other to renounce their love and remain true to each other. Puccini's Heartbreak in Opera. Our heroine, Chocho San, Madame Butterfly, is a very young Japanese girl living in Nagasaki. An American naval officer named Pinkerton arrives, falls in love with Butterfly, and they marry. Pinkerton has to return to the US soon after the wedding. Three years later, the faithful Butterfly is still waiting. She plays with her son, who Pinkerton has fathered. She's convinced that Pinkerton will return one fine day.
Eventually Pinkerton does return, but in the meantime he has married an American lady. Butterfly is totally distraught. Pinkerton realises he has made a huge mistake and cowardly leaves without facing her. Butterfly is forced to give up her son to the Pinkertons. She says goodbye to her son and blindfolds him. She places a small American flag in his hands and goes behind a screen and kills herself. Oh, <laughs> 
La Rondine is another Puccini opera with an unhappy ending, but this time nobody dies. Magda is a courtesan in high society Paris, but she dreams of true love. When a young stranger, Ruggiero, arrives in the city, Magda and Ruggiero fall in love. They decide to leave Paris and move to a house in the country. Later, Magda is forced to tell Ruggiero about her shameful past as a courtesan and declares that she could never be his wife. She would cause his parents too much grief. Ruggiero implores Magna not to abandon him, but Magda is adamant that they cannot remain together and that Ruggiero must return home. She flies back to Paris and her old life, leaving Ruggiero behind, devastated. Verdi's masterpiece, Aida, tells of a three-way love story. Radames, an Egyptian officer, is secretly in love with an Ethiopian slave, Aida. Amneris, the daughter of the Egyptian king, is also in love with Radames. Egypt declares war with Ethiopia. Radames decides to run away with Aida, but is tricked into betraying his country. He surrenders himself to the imperial guards 
as Aid escapes. The guards arrest him as a traitor, and the priests sentence him to be buried alive in a vault. Aida hides herself in the vault in order to die with Radames. They sing this superb duet as they slowly die together. Above the vault, Amneris weeps and prays to the goddess Isis. Let's move away from opera for a while. Beethoven had a very sad love life. He came from a very poor background and struggled all his life to become accepted by the aristocracy. He frequently fell in love with ladies from the nobility, proposed to them, and was rejected by all of them. One of his great lovers was Giulietta Giucciardi, and he composed his wonderful moonlight sonata for her. She still turned him down.
Down by the Sally Gardens is a lovely song based on a poem by W.B. Yeats. It tells of unrequited love, the fault of a foolish young man. It is sung here by Kathleen Ferrier. next love story is a real one. When he was 25, Vaughan Williams married Adelaine Fisher, whom he had met at Cambridge University. Unfortunately, soon after the wedding, Adelaine suffered a severe bout of arthritis and was basically crippled the rest of her life. She spent most of it in a wheelchair. Vaughan Williams looked after her for over 40 years, having to leave his beloved London and move to the countryside. His music became increasingly angry and discordant, especially his fourth symphony. Then in 1943 he met Ursula Wood. She was 28, Vaughan Williams was 66. They fell immediately and madly in love. His fifth symphony reflects this new happiness. The third movement is entitled Romanza and is one of the loveliest pieces of music ever written.
Adeline died in 1951. Ursula and Ralph Vaughan Williams married in 1953. They remained blissfully happy until Vaughan Williams' death in 1958. There is, of course, much wonderful romantic music in ballet, none more so than the music that accompanies the balcony scene from Bacoffius, Romeo and Juliet, when the two lovers declare their undying love. At the end of the ballet, Juliet discovers the dead body of her beloved Romeo. Broken-hearted, she kills herself.
In Tchaikovsky's ballet, The Sleeping Beauty, the young prince enters the castle, where Princess Aurora has been asleep for over a hundred years, the result of a curse from a wicked witch. The prince kisses Aurora, and the whole palace comes awake. The lovers dance a gorgeous pas de deux. Giselle is a ballet by Adam, and it has a strange story. The ballet tells a tragic, romantic story of a beautiful young peasant girl named Giselle. She falls in love with Albrecht, who she believes to be one of the local peasants. When she finds out he is a nobleman who has deceived her, Giselle goes mad and dies of heartbreak. After her death, she is summoned from her grave by the ghosts of unmarried women who died after being betrayed by their lovers. Albrecht arrives to lay flowers on Giselle's grave and he weeps with guilt over her death. Her spirit appears and he begs her forgiveness.
Back to opera. We'll hear the final aria from Purcell's Dido and Aeneas. Dido, the queen of Carthage, falls in love with Aeneas, a Trojan prince. But he betrays her, abandons her, and departs for Italy. Distraught, Dido orders a pyre to be built and set ablaze, so that Aeneas will see from his ship that she has killed herself. She sings the lament before stabbing herself as Aeneas sails on. The mezzo-soprano here is Janet Baker. And finally, let's turn to a composer whose name, I think, will bring groans from many of my listeners. Yes, it's Richard Wagner. His opera, Tristan und Isolde, is basically one long love story. The story actually starts with Tristan, knight of Cornwall, escorting Isolde, princess of Ireland, to Cornwall, where she has been forced to marry King Mark. Tristan and Isolde, on the boat, fall in love.
Isolde decides she will not marry King Mark. The king accuses Tristan of betrayal and orders him to be killed. Tristan dies with Isolde at his side, after which she too expires in an ecstatic combination of love and grief in the famous Liebestod. Follow that. Thank you for listening to this podcast on romantic classical music. Next month's podcast will be on classical music for absolute beginners. Thank you and goodbye.